What is up, brothers and sisters? Welcome to the Mitch Grace Show. Super stoked that you're joining us today. Um, if you're checking us out and you've not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you do that. The Mitch Grace Show, anywhere you listen to podcasts, we would love to um, we would love to have you uh, on the show. Yeah, to check us out. Uh, the new book is out. The new book is out. The Gathering Place. Um, we're getting some really, really cool um, responses from it. Yeah. So I was talking to someone yesterday, actually, and and their uh, their response to it was, "It's making me think, and it's making me ask questions that I've never asked before." I love that. That is my goal when I write a book or I speak or I do a teaching is to make you think. I had another person I was talking to last week and they mentioned that they kind of struggled with the idea that it's not really a a book that has resolution or, or solution. And I was like, that's exactly what I want. I don't want to give you solutions. I want to give you thought that provokes question, that provokes curiosity that will then lead you to exploration, which will then in return take you to wisdom. And so I love getting that feedback. So yeah, go buy the book, please. Um, The Gathering Place, you can find it on Amazon. You can find it on Barnes & Noble. You can find it on lulu.com. That's L-U-L-U. Or you can go to my website, mitchgray.me, and you can order your own autographed copy that I will obviously sign personally and ship to you as well. So there's that. Um, So yeah, thanks for checking us out on the podcast. So a few weeks ago, um, we started The Power of Permission, and we did episode one about uh, leadership, and we did episode two, I think, about personal permission, or maybe it was vice versa. So go check those out if you haven't. A lot of great feedback on those as well. Um, Very powerful episodes. So today... We are going to talk about the power of permission part three, part three, the power of permission part three. The subtitle, ooh, I'm really excited to give you this one. The subtitle is learning is the door to compassion. Learning is the door to compassion. A lot of times we think of learning and we just think of gaining knowledge But today I'm going to give you a different perspective of learning that will actually totally change your approach to learning. And the other thing is oftentimes, you know, as we grow in our lives and we reach a certain age and we gain certain experience and we get to a certain point in life, we stop learning We stop reading books. We stop listening to podcasts. We stop going to new places and new cities and meeting new people. We kind of find our comfort zone, and that comfort zone also brings with it the uh, inability or the lack of courage to continue learning. The problem is when we stop learning, we lose our sense of compassion toward others, and toward ourselves. So today we're going to talk about the power of permission, learning, which is the door to compassion. So here we go. Are you ready? Okay. The first thing I want to point out is something that I I mention often. In fact, almost every episode I mention this for two reasons. Number one, because it's true. It It is a universal truth, what I'm going to share with you, first of all. Number two, 
When I learned this perspective, it radically changed everything. It changed how I used my energy. It changed how I approached life. It changed how I approached others. And more importantly, most importantly, it changed how I approached myself. So number one in the power of permission part three, learning is the, new, the door to compassion. Number one is this. Brothers and sisters, fear is your friend. And again, this is something that I say often, and I will continue to say this often because so many people don't uh, understand this perspective of fear. Fear is your friend. Many people have this approach about fear. We're fighting fear. We're gonna, we're gonna beat fear up, or we're gonna, we're gonna pray fear out of us, or we're gonna get rid of fear, and they put all their energy toward a negative solution to fear. Or so many people say, well, I'm going to become so strong that fear has no room. There's a problem with that. And the problem with that is fear is always there because psychologically, fear is actually a very positive thing. It ties directly into our fight or flight mode, which is tied directly and the supplement to survival. So fear at its basic foundational genesis level is positive. Yes, fear is positive. It's that gut reaction that you get. It's when the hair stands up on the back of your neck or on your arms. It's when you're in the wilderness and you know that something is watching you. That is the positive, innate ability to know what's safe and what isn't. Now, the difference in approach here is you can either view fear as negative and want to fight it constantly, you're chasing a ghost, or you can say, you know, you know what? Fear is my friend. Fear is a great teacher. Fear is educating me on something. So fear could be educating you on what's lurking in the dark or that gut reaction or what's telling you you shouldn't go here. Or fear can be uh, uh, the, the door that allows you to question and to say, wait a second, if I do this, is there a way to do it better? Or if I do this, what am I going to learn from it? Or if I do this, what wisdom am I going to gain? Fear, my brothers and sisters, is a great friend, a great teacher. So my request and proposal to you is stop fighting it. When you fight fear, you are expending energy that you could be using and learning from fear, which will actually take you further down the road. Fear is your friend. Learn it. Get to know it, as I've said before. In the Buddhist teaching, it says this, invite fear in for a cup of tea. In fact, I have a few friends and I that that's our saying when we're having a bad day or when fear is kind of overtaking us, we just kind of say, you know, we're going to have a cup of tea today. And that is our symbolic resolution to say, we're going to visit fear for a little bit and see what it's teaching us. Once you take on that narrative and that perspective, then when you have a cup of tea with fear, it becomes such a sacred and beautiful moment. And it will teach you things about yourself that you, will, you could not have learned another way. It will reveal things about your plan that maybe you need to review, but it will also help you measure and celebrate 
success and enjoyment and passion. Fear, my brothers and sisters, is your friend. Number two, learning is the door to compassion. Number two, allow curiosity to guide you. Allow curiosity to guide you. There's an old saying that I heard ever since I was a kid, and I'm sure you've heard it as well, and that is, curiosity killed the cat. And so sayings like that, which by the way, someone just made it up, probably because they were scared of being curious. Sayings like that build into us an unregulated amount of fear, which then feeds a lack of courage, which then feeds ignorance. And the great thing about ignorance is it's very controllable. Ignorance is very controllable. And so if we're going to say we need to allow curiosity to guide us, what we're really saying is when we become curious about something, we're going to explore it and measure it. Maybe we're exploring how unhealthy it would be or how healthy it would be. It'd be kind of the same thing as I know if I consume this type of food, it has a negative reaction. So I'm curious about that. I want to learn more about that so I can take care of my body. Not only do I want to learn more about the negative foods, the bad foods, I want to learn more about the healthy foods. And then I want to go down that path because I'm curious. What can make me function at my most optimum level? Allow curiosity to guide you. But here's where people make a mistake. And this is where curiosity or the lack thereof or disobeying curiosity can actually lead you to a place of little compassion. If you see, I'm curious about that and I want to travel the path of curiosity for a minute, but then you go, no, 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 no. I'm fearful of that because I don't understand it. That actually breeds a lack of compassion because then what you're doing is you're subconsciously shutting off everything or everyone that has to do with whatever you're no longer curious about. Does that make sense? I'm curious about what a chili dog tastes like, but I'm scared of chili dogs because I might get indigestion. So now everyone that eats a chili dog is strange to me because I'm fearful of what happens if I eat a chili dog. Does that make sense? But we must instead allow curiosity to guide us. Instead, we would say, I'm going to taste the chili dog to really get the experience. So I'm going to sit across from someone who is different than I am. And I'm going to engage with them. And I'm going to allow myself to learn from them. And to see why in the world do they like chili dogs. Maybe you think they're the worst thing ever. But I want to find out why they like chili dogs. So now my curiosity has led me to engagement and into relationship, which leads me to compassion. Be curious, brothers and sisters. Be curious about everything. With some things, you better be safely curious. You better know your boundaries. But be curious because I have found in life that when I'm allowed to be curious, I actually explore more and I discover more, and I develop better, uh, healthier boundaries and foundations, and I create more, and my mind becomes more open. But more than anything, I grow in relationship with myself and with others through the path of curiosity. Allow curiosity to guide you. And number three, the final thing about the power of permission, part three. Number three, open minds equal 
open hearts. I've told you before on this show, and if you get my new book, The Gathering Place, you'll hear many of these stories as well. I've told you before that I grew up, uh, especially faith-based, in a very conservative, closed-minded atmosphere. It was a very us and them, we have the truth, we're better than you type of culture. What I learned in my life and growing through that, by the way, there were many, many things that I learned in that that culture that, that were beautiful as well. But what I learned is in, in the years that have gone by is that when you have a closed mind, it is directly connected to a closed heart. When your mind says, I don't want to learn that, I don't understand that, it's different and I don't get it, and so you shut off the path of curiosity, what that actually does is it shuts down the openness of your heart. So then you begin segregating yourself from anything different than you. Rather than stepping into the path of curiosity and saying, whoa, 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 this may be different, but I want to learn from it. Just because we're learning from it doesn't mean we have to agree with it, or it may be that we should agree with it. But agreement is never the issue, ever. The issue is learning and relationship and curiosity and getting to know ourselves and others more in a deeper way. When we have an open mind to that approach, it all of a sudden opens our heart of compassion. So when we see on the news or in social media something happening to a people much different than us, instead of, instead of having a disconnect and not getting it, we then all of a sudden go, wow, there's a whole nother side to this story. Or, wow, I really want to know the heart of this issue. And our compassion grows. That's when you see people that have no relationship to a situation become advocates for that situation. Brothers and sisters, there is a myth that says we have to have something in common in order to advocate for each other. That is a pile. That is a lie. I don't have to have any relationship to your story or to, your, or to you or to your truth or anything to be able to advocate. All I need to be is human. If I'm human and I'm compassionate, just hearing your story and hearing the pain and the anguish or the celebration or the gratefulness, I'm then connected in a spiritual way that allows me to advocate for you and for your story, and for your heart, and for your issues. And guess what? Agreement is never, ever the subject on the table. Life isn't about agreement, brothers and sisters. Life is about curiosity and compassion. It's about being open-minded and having an open heart. It's about having open hands to serve others And it's about having a way of life that just says, I'm fully here. I'm fully here for myself and I'm fully here for you. And here's the thing, brothers and sisters, there's so many people walking around that have not given themselves permission to live in that way. They're the ones that on your social media posts 
are negative. They're the ones that on your social media posts are saying, but we have to fight for this right. We have to hang on to this so tightly. If you'll remember a few episodes ago, we talked about the sacred cow. When we start hanging on to something so tightly that all of our energy is wrapped up in defending that something, that has now become dangerous. May we always be curious. May we always have an open mind. May we always have the curiosity that says, yeah, I want to know the rest of that story. That is a beautiful thing. That is what will heal your wounds and allow you to be the gift that heals another person. Thanks for listening, brothers and sisters. Make sure you subscribe to The Mitch Grace Show. Go buy the new book, The Gathering Place. I promise you it'll do something for you. Um, We've got some touring coming up soon. Yeah, I still do music, and so um, I will always do music. So, yeah, we've got some cool stuff coming. So thanks, brothers and sisters. I hope you have a great day. Hope you have a day that's full of joy and peace and compassion. And if you're in a moment in your life that isn't peaceful, I really, really hope that you can find a shelter, a friend, something that can give you courage and hope and maybe even a distraction from that stressful time. Hey, I will see you soon. Uh, Yeah, spread the word on what we're doing and uh, we will talk again later. Have a good day, friends.